Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast designed to deliver a quick recap of some of the key fundamentals that took place this past week. If you are a customer of ours already, you saw in our Monday morning huddle that there were a number of key stats and events that took place this week. Tuesday, there was a crop progress report from the USDA, and it's looking like harvest is going quite well, in line with or doing even better than the five-year averages. However, progress may have slowed this week, given a cold front moving across the country that's been paired with scattered showers. There was also a lackluster and pretty bearish global dairy trade pulse event this week. That whole milk powder settlement at $3,425 per metric ton was down 5.1% versus the prior pulse event and down 2.6% against the last global dairy trade event. On Wednesday, the European Energy Exchange updated their dairy indices, and there was quite a bit of red on that table. Uh, I might be getting a little out of myself here. Lucas, let's start with a quick overview of CME spot markets. What happened this week on the CME? Yeah, happy to start there. On cheese, trends were pretty steady versus last week. Blocks remained above that $2 per pound mark. Finding a little bit of strength into the back half of the week. Uh, we're recording on Friday morning before Friday spot prices, but blocks peaked on Thursday so far at 205 and a half. Barrels, of course, for uh, several consecutive weeks now holding quite a significant premium versus the block market. Barrels also peaked uh, on Thursday uh, as of recording at 221 and a half. Nonfat trending slightly lower due to some continually bearish news and continued concerns about global demand. And as you mentioned, and as we'll update further, that global dairy trade pulse event, which was a little bit bearish on Thursday, settling at exactly 150 per pound, the lowest price since early August, it looks like August 10th, since we've been that low. Butter, not a new record high like we saw on October 6th, but Remaining pretty firmly supported there, uh, buyers not quite ready to let that price go down as they remain in fear of having enough supply to cover needs here into the holiday season. Finally, on the dry whey front, uh, whey found a bit of strength on Thursday, popping up more than three cents on Thursday, but still trends remain kind of mostly normal with range bound trading there in that dry whey market. Looking internationally, I already discussed what happened at Tuesday's Pulse event. What were some of your takeaways within that European report that we put out on Wednesday? Prices looked pretty weak. Yeah, it was basically a sea of red across uh, nearly all weekly prices from uh, Europe this week, including on the EEX and other reported prices. I think most significantly in butter, there were some pretty significant declines. That French price down 240 euros versus the prior week. Netherlands and Germany seeing lower values as well. End users are kind of, I think, taking a wait and see approach in hopes that prices will kind of decline even further before uh, stepping into purchase. That French price was the lowest since March 30th. So erasing gains that we saw throughout this summer. 
and S&P as well, you know, regardless of some production concerns into the winter due to those surging energy costs, the demand that remains questionable is still the key driver in that market. The EEX price declining for the third consecutive week to its lowest value since August 24th. While these European prices were pretty bearish and that Pulse event was also bearish, is there anything that we can look to that hints at a strong GDT event next week, Alyssa? Well, one would think so, given the continued milk production struggles within New Zealand as well as Australia, actually. And this weaker start to the milking season did result in Fonterra pushing 8,000 metric tons of whole milk powder on offer into Q1 of 2023 and out of the next five events. SGX futures were pricing in slight gains across much of the complex, but whole milk powder values dropped a bit overnight, which is more aligned with current sentiment despite lower availability. Pasture growth is still running behind as weather is volatile, but this scenario has yet to bring buyers to recent GDT events in an aggressive manner as China's consumption continues to be hampered by their zero COVID policy and lockdowns that continue to be seen across much of the country. Overall, it has been difficult to be rather optimistic about a price rise due to so many macro headwinds. Economic headlines from China, as well as other emerging markets, are less than ideal and can keep a ceiling on dairy commodity prices in the near term. Yeah. And the only thing to add there, overnight, we saw Fonterra revise its milk collection forecast lower. They last reduced their forecast in early September. So yet another decline here, bringing that forecast down 1% versus their prior estimate. Their total volume is now estimated to be up just 0.1% versus the last season. So just a very negligible season-to-season increase there. It has been a pretty rough start, as you mentioned. And while this seems, I think, bearish at its surface so far, again, as I think we've talked about several times here, uh, buyers really don't seem to mind that this uh, milk production season is starting out a bit on the tighter basis. Yeah, and as of now, it seems that Fonterra might need to keep bringing that forecast lower, but time will certainly tell, and we know how quickly weather can turn there. Yeah, I think uh, looking into next week, we will have our comprehensive forecast report published on Monday. That, of course, includes our new price forecasts for both U.S. and global uh, markets. We also get a U.S. milk production report on Thursday the 20th. That's September milk production data there. We do expect the herd size will have climbed larger versus prior year in September. So that coupled with continued yield growth will keep milk production stronger, uh, a trend that will last here throughout the rest of the year and well into 2023. I think that does it on our weekly update. Uh, Glad to have Alyssa back this week. And thanks as always to everyone for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.